And just like that, it's podcast day, guys. If I sound like I'm out of breath, it's because I am. Yeah, the spirit of twerking came over me really early this morning, even while I was in my professional bag and getting things done. And I don't know if you know, and you probably don't because I've never said it, but if you follow me on Instagram, you would know for my birthday last year, not this year, for my birthday last year, I let people ask me questions in my stories and somebody said twerk for me as if. And I played one of my favorite twerk songs, which is twerk for me. And that's what I was doing this morning. I know y'all like, I wish he would stop talking about twerking on this podcast. I don't know. Maybe it's the summer. Maybe it's the fact that I've been in isolation. But that's what came over my spirit this morning. I got a good little workout, which is good because I haven't been to the gym since August started for a variety of reasons. We know last week I was fighting for my life because I wasn't feeling well. And I am feeling way better this week. So there's that hoping to get back on track. Also, (laughs) also, can we just acknowledge the fact that I am a child with adult money, barely adult money, girl, you have like preteen money. It's okay. I am a child with adult money. And I say that because I read the New York Times article about the black couple from Boston who met, no, they didn't meet, they met on Hinge and their first date was in a car during the pandemic in the Popeye's parking lot. And whatever, I have a lot of questions about why that writer chose to write that article the way they chose to write it. But because I do not like to talk about things that I am not fully prepared to talk about or have research, I'm not going to talk about it. The reason I'm bringing it up is because I read that article, I saw people's think pieces about it, blah, 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 blah. And all I got out of that article was I want Popeye's. I said, girl, you are a child with adult money. It's the same way when I go to the grocery store and I buy popsicles. You are supposed to be buying food for dinner. (laughs) I want popsicles and I can do it. It's my money and I want it now. (sighs) Y'all come here every week for this. Y'all really do. So one thing I'm going to say before we get into this, you know, housekeeping is I saw the snarky comments and the reviews and things that people said about that couple who was featured in the New York Times article about that first day being in the Popeye's parking lot and him seeming very iffy from that article, X, Y, and Z. I'm here to tell you, as somebody who is a perfectionist, who's going to choose herself every single time because I am, and the day after that too, I promise you I am. I, I had to learn that about myself. I had to learn I'm my best when I am happy and free going. And if I'm in a situation that doesn't work for me, got to go, got to choose me. Because listen here, Ike, baby, I cannot. No, thank you. Um, But all that to say, even with my ideas of how things should go, I have been in relationships that didn't necessarily align with that. I'm not talking about the jinky ones that I talk about here but have ended up in relationships that were really good things. And I had to learn different things about myself, learn about that person and think and grow. I just need y'all to understand that everybody's love story is different. And unless your closet is clean, I'm gonna need you to get out of other people's business and stop judging. But all that to say, welcome to Janky Voice Notes with Shay. 
Here on this podcast, we discuss a plethora of topics, but mostly we discuss business, entrepreneurship, self-care, luxury, and a little bit of culture. I'm not sure how you found your way here, but I'm so excited to have you here and I want to give you the opportunity to find me in other places. So if you're looking for me, you can, of course, visit the website that is transforming every single day, shayiconic.com. You can find me on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at shayiconic, Snapchat at shayiconicc, and on YouTube at shayiconicmusic. I'm not going to hold you for long, so... Welcome to Janky Voice Notes with Shay, episode What I Do. Y'all, I know, I know. We are not going to talk about the fact that I am just in a season of not doing what I'm supposed to do all the way. Yes, we've been talking about me recording a standard intro for weeks, and I've just decided that I'm probably not going to do that because every week I got to have a little bit of struggle. And although this has been a struggle-ass week for me in other areas, clearly I chose it for the intro as well. So in case you missed it, because I didn't announce it the way that I usually announce it, this episode is called What I Do. I initially really was going to call it Dylon, 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 because I was like, I really be out here doing what I do and spitting hot fire because I'm Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. But then the day went how it went, the morning went how it went, and at the last minute, I changed it to What I Do, named after the Jeezy song, and just like that, because in just like that, it's podcast day. I know we really did talk about this a few weeks ago, but still, when people tell me they listen to Janky Voice Notes with Shay, I'm always really surprised and I just hit them with the like, really? Do you like it? Is it good? Um, And people have had really nice things to say. They have told me what they would like to hear and I promise you I am working on it. I am absolutely working on getting the type of content that you guys request on here, but it takes time and I need you guys to understand that we are still in a pandemic, although the internet says otherwise. (laughs) We are still in a pandemic and getting people together and figuring out how to safely communicate because I like to do my interviews in person. I find that people are way more comfortable with me when they're just talking to me in my face. Phone interviews are fine, but I like in person. So it takes a little bit longer to set up schedules and get things going, especially since everybody doesn't live in the same area. So I am working on that, but... Yes, keep telling me that you listen to the podcast. And also, if you listen to the podcast like you say you do, then you would know that I have told y'all in many of episodes, your engagement matters to me and I need it. So if you're not following me on Instagram, follow Shay Iconic. And if you don't want to follow me and see my shenanigans, because we know I'm going to turn up every single time, um, then follow the podcast's um, Instagram, which is janky. VNW Shay. I'm working on that title. It's fine. But that is the podcast Instagram because it's helpful not only for you guys to visit the website, which I see that you guys have been doing. So thank you for that too. Y'all really be coming through for me. Like y'all gonna make me shed a thug tear. Like just catch a body. Like I'm always flabbergasted because I am the type of person who feels like I'm never doing enough. And I know I get on here and preach to y'all about giving yourself credit and celebrating your accomplishments. But for me, I feel like I've been going at this for so long, pushing this boulder up this hill. My dreams, my structure, all those things seem to change quarterly. And 
it can get discouraging. So sometimes I feel like I'm just not doing enough. This is never going to work. I should just stop doing this. And then I turn around and I look at the numbers that I said I wasn't going to look at. And you guys are visiting the website. You're following, you're liking, and I just need you to comment. <laughs> like people need to know that these numbers are real, that people are engaged. And because I'm transparent, I'll tell you what that means money wise. So when I'm looking for sponsorships and partnerships and I'm showing numbers of engagement, I need them to know that I'm not pulling them out of my ass and that people really are listeners and they're coming back weekly because what that means to companies is that I have engaged followers who, if I do drop a product to sell, are likely to buy. So I don't want to sound like a begging ass hoe, but <laughs> like, subscribe, share, retweet, repost. I know you don't have to, but if you do it, I really do appreciate it. I have goals, number goals to hit, and I really need to double them in order for this to really seem like a real thing that can compete in a very saturated market. So if you enjoy janky voice notes with shay like you say you do i need y'all to step up for me i need y'all to show out for me i need y'all to bend that block for me and <laughs> and let people know that this is happening because my hope is and i go back and listen to myself to make sure that i'm hitting this but my hope is with every episode even when i am ranting or i'm telling you my horror dating stories is to give you something that you can take with yourself that week and apply to your life, to your business, to what you have going on. So the reason I'm always referencing the fact that I have notes because I do want you guys to know that I am prepared. Yes, my talent is to be able to get up here and just talk, but this podcast has not been operating for nearly a year just because I just want to talk. I mean, kind of, sort of, but... <laughs> I'm prepared. I research things. I read things. I make sure that I'm coming to you with solid information. And although a lot of the times the things that I say are my opinions and my opinions only, they're rooted in my experience and my expertise and just me living life as a person on this raggedy planet sometimes. Um, but yeah, that wasn't in my notes. That kind of was a rant, but I truly do appreciate you guys for listening. And when you're like, I'm listening, I'm like, are you saying that I spit hot fire? Are you saying that I'm Dylon, Dylon, Dylon? Hence why this episode was almost called Dylon, 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 because I spit hot fire. It's funny because the name Shay Iconic came from me being a rapper and still I'm using my words and showing up in this world. So when God put a purpose in your life, you can either listen or resist, but I promise you it'll probably be easier to go along with that purpose. Do y'all remember... If you're not a first-time listener, and if you are a first-time listener, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, that I said I had bought that Beyonce box for $50. For $50, I got a t-shirt and a CD. Parkwood, you want thin ice with me, baby. Okay? You on thin ice. Did the price include the box itself? Because what the hell? $50 for a CD and a t-shirt? I'm going to wear the t-shirt, but baby... $50? That's what I get. That's what I get. I bought it because it was Beyonce. That's what you get. That is exactly what you get. I'm going to complain, but I'm not going to complain because I'm going to wear that t-shirt. But 50 She could have threw a poster in there or something. I know I'm a grown-ass woman, but I would have to find some way to put that poster. That's what I get. <laughs> That's what I get. And that is what companies would like to see that you guys will do for me. If I just <laughs> sell you a box for $50 that you'll buy it, I would not do that. But yeah, you... <laughs>
I feel like I got got, but then again, I'm like, I'm gonna wear my t-shirt and I'm gonna wear it with something sexy, like maybe shorts, the t-shirt, some thigh-high boots. I'm I'm gonna bring hot pepper to this. Clearly hot is my word of the day. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. <sighs> Speaking of Beyonce, did you all see that sermon by that pastor? Like, why do we keep having to talk about pastors on this goddamn podcast? I'm really not trying to tussle with the girls. I'm really not trying to tussle with the girls that we're all white and be ushering you down the aisle. I'm not. But what I'm not gonna do is ignore when the church is doing what people have been accusing them of doing for years, which is ostracizing people. So anyway, did y'all see that sermon by that pastor who basically tried to condemn Beyonce for making the song Church Girl? The way that this pastor spoke about this child of God, Beyonce Giselle knows, to his congregation, to call essentially her in her art trash, to say that the Clark sisters need to publicly denounce the usage of their track for this song because it doesn't uphold the church's values. It really made me think about the fact that this is the reason many people turn away from the church. And I am someone who grew up in the church, maybe not as hard as some of y'all, but, you know, I go to church. I went to church as an adult. Maybe I don't go as much anymore, but this is a conversation that is basically as old as the church itself is people want to have and crave a relationship with God, but they are not trying to sign up for persecution by man who is not any more perfect than them. It's unfortunate because church is supposed to be a place for us to congregate, learn the word, and be as one for the body of Christ, right? But it seems like the minute that you go through some church doors, it's a time to tell you about all the things that are wrong with you and how you're not living up to the expectations of the church, not to the expectations of God, because reading the Bible and following your word, whatever your religion is, is a whole different thing. But living up to the expectations of people who have put themselves on a pedestal, pretending as if they are close to God, as if it is God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, them, hmm. and feeling like they have the right to judge you. I really was disheartened listening to that man and his misogynistic way of condemning Beyonce about Church Girl. The reason that that song was made because there are church girls all across this world who felt that in their spirit, who feels like who they are, their exploration of themselves as women and their personality is somehow against God because somebody in the church has traumatized them. So for you to get on your big old platform in your silk and fine threads with your gold condemning someone and calling them trash, for all you know, that song could have brought somebody to the church. You, you're you not God. <laughs> and if y'all get in here trying to tussle with me, I'm going to ignore you because that's just my piece on that. So I really wish that more churches and more leaders of churches were open to who people are and accepting them to come as they are and meeting them where they're at to usher them to navigate them and walk with them on their journey in building a relationship with the Lord. 
you never know what you're going to get on this podcast. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get on this podcast. But, you know, we discuss culture here, too. We don't just discuss relationships and business. It's funny because I feel like I've moved away from the business part of my podcast. And this is more a this is more of a lifestyle podcast. So maybe next week's episode, it'll be this is a podcast this is a lifestyle podcast where we discuss because I feel like that's more aligned with the purpose of this podcast now. And speaking of purpose and alignment, as I was going through my website and trying to figure out how to build the best user experience, you know, I had to go through my blog and I'm like, damn, I really was out here like peppering y'all with articles every week, two articles every week. And I was really putting my all into it. And they were good if I do say so myself. And I really have to figure out how to get back on track. I feel like I'm off track and my life is chaos. And I'm just trying to figure out, like literally the other day, I was looking at jobs in LA because the LA dream, it comes and goes with me. And I'm just trying to figure out one day I want to pull the trigger and just move to LA and what that would look like for me and how long I would be there. I know that there are bigger things in life than to live in the same place forever chasing the dream and making it small because the resources aren't where you're at. Clearly, this is one of them days. Because I have notes, but, you know, my brain is like, the hell with those notes? Um, Yeah, guys, if I move to L.A., who got a sister, auntie, cousin that I can talk to when I'm out there? Because I don't want to just move and just work a nine-to-five while building up and writing and trying to get noticed and all this other stuff, and then I'm just living the same life I was living in Boston. I think that's one of my biggest fears is to take this leap of faith and move somewhere like Alaska, and I'm just living the same exact life that I'm living here because that would irritate me. And I know that's under my purview to ensure that that's not how that works, but life be life in the same way that I had to go back to get a nine-to-five last year after working for myself for months Life be life and yo. I always tell people life is for living, but life be life and and none of us knows how or when it's going to end, really. So I'm trying to do my best while I'm here and praying to God for longevity and all those good things. So my my notes, the way that they're set up, I guess it aligns with what the podcast posted says that the, the run of show is and maybe I'll just follow my notes because now that I'm looking at the post-it and looking at the notes it makes sense what the next topic is so my podcast tip for this week and I feel like we haven't had a podcast tip in a while is don't allow someone else to tell your story and we've talked about this to some degree in different episodes but it, we're going to talk about it again I guess <sighs> this came up for me because When talking with somebody that I know, we were talking about somebody else that we know who has very negative things to say about me. And that's fine. You don't have to like me, but watch your mouth. Um, What bothered me was the person's need to have a revisionist history about the things that I've done and the things that I've contributed to the space that we were in in order to convince people that I'm not as good as I am. Spoiler alert, I'm that good and more. (laughs) Okay? And it bothered me because I feel like in life, in nine to fives, in 
social spaces and all types of things. We work so hard to be the best at what we're at because it's like, well, when I leave, my work will speak for me. Child, sometimes there's a person there left behind who's trying to tell your story for you. Don't allow somebody else to tell your story. They can pepper in some hate, pepper in some falsities, all those things, but make sure you can stand 10 toes down on what you've done, how you've treated people and how you've showed up. Because I feel like the combination of who you are, what you have done, your output and how you've impacted others is you telling your story so that people know that when they're in a space and somebody's like, oh yeah, that person didn't do this. That person wasn't good at that. It's not true. I have found so many times in my life where people have been threatened by me, threatened by my desire to be great and by my willingness to learn even when I don't know and how people gravitate towards me. So instead of looking inward and worrying about themselves, they proceed to try to figure out how to convince others I'm not as good as they think I am because there's no way somebody's that good at this thing. But that's them telling more about themselves than than them telling your story. So although hearing these things may bring you down and be like, why would somebody say that about me? What did I ever do to them? Girl, those are not your questions to answer. That they Let them carry that load. Let them carry that rock. Let them carry that water and let them bring it over the hill. It is not your issue. But don't let somebody tell your story to you. Don't let the comments that somebody is making about you convince you that they are true, convince you that what you did wasn't good enough, convince you that the mistakes that you made and learned from and were better after were what will define you because they're not. And I'm speaking to my nine to five girls. We know this space is difficult. We know this space is difficult when there are people that look like us. We know this space is difficult when we're working with people who don't look like us. It's like every day we have to stand firm, be professional. And I tell you what, I ain't cold switching no more. You're going to get this AAVE in this meeting because I'm going to tell you what, this AAVE doesn't take away from them two degrees that are like a mortgage payment. Okay? All right. We got that understanding. We understood that. Ciao. So, yes, that is my podcast tip for this week is to not allow someone else to tell your story whatever that story may be I'm sure you guys realized I talked all that mess (laughs) about oh I recap P-Valley I can't wait for P-Valley to come back because I recap P-Valley and I'm not gonna recap it on the podcast because I like to write it and then all of a sudden I recapped all the way to episode six and it was ghost town shorty I'm going to tell you why. Because episode seven, I wasn't inspired. And I know that's a bad, bad excuse. But I wasn't inspired to write about it. And I was like, oh, I'll just wrap it into episode eight. But then episode eight, I was at the red lights working on the headlights. No, I was in Jamaica living my best life. (laughs) We still not going to talk about that. But I had a good time. I had a time in Jamaica, baby. (laughs) Woo! Y'all, y'all, y'all follow me on WhatsApp and all those places that think you know, but you have no idea. I had a good time. I had a good time. It was good, clean, fun, but I had a good time because just like that, I'm going to show up and show out. And I, I promise you, these men, 
don't seem to care about weight because as much as I bitch and moan about my weight and I, I'm going to do something about it, I just haven't slowed down nothing. Moving right along. Oh yeah, no, not moving along. Come circling back. So I am going to do a bit of a P-Valley P recap here. How do I want to do this recap? We don't want to have a long section of me just recapping P-Valley. I'll pull out the things that stood out to me. The Big Teak story really kind of broke my heart for a number of reasons. Not only because, you know, him and Little Murder clearly had love for each other and Little Murder moved on when he left jail, but because of how a lot of people who go to jail are institutionalized and how it is proven that jail is not a rehabilitation like it causes more harm than good and I'm not really here to stand on that platform because I I don't know how I feel about that but just showing how Teek's mental health deteriorated from his trauma as a child with his mother harming him harming his siblings and him surviving to him being in a gang to being arrested and put in jail to being put in solitary confinement and how he just couldn't pull himself out of that trauma after that trauma after that trauma and to have a love of his life in his mind I guess and to see that love of his life move on and be in love with somebody else just kind of added trauma to him and although T got on my nerves a lot of the damn time I really felt for him. I really felt for him in his need to find peace and unfortunately feeling like he couldn't find that peace in this life and little murder having to be there for his ending was all just a lot. Looking at the Keyshawn Mercedes autumn night story integrating big bone who's clearly an op y'all know big bone an op we know she an op she opping <laughs> she operating like an op um and those dynamics of realizing that at some point other people are going to have to stop trying to save you because you have to save yourself as scary as dangerous as whatever as it may be but until you're ready to walk away, leave, and live a life beyond what is terrorizing you, there's nothing anybody else can do to save you. So you have to save yourself. I'm scared about this season finale because I feel like they're going to snatch somebody from us. And please don't take Keyshawn. I like Shannon Thornton. She's like a little black Barbie. Um, but this season finale, I can't wait to see. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be a toxic ex. I'm not even going to recap seven eight and nine i'm just gonna recap the finale and it's gonna be on the website and that's that's my p valley update y'all know little murder has a very special place in my heart and if they do something little murder me and katori hall gonna have to tussle okay tussle because the girls like to tussle and i'm about to be one of them but speaking of tv shows and recapping tv shows i'm not going to recap this show because i need to get my life together um i mentioned chameleon earlier so I have to ask you guys, are y'all watching rap shit? So I wasn't initially watching rap shit. I was um, 
I was like, oh yeah, I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. And I finally got around to it last week when I was in the house not feeling well. And so by then it was up to like four episodes. Girl, it's getting better by the day. It's getting better by the week and better by the episode. I kind of wish I didn't start watching it because now I got to wait every week to figure out what's happening. I, I promise this is not a recap of it, but I want to say, because we talk about relationships around these parts. And this is in my notes for later, but I'm a moving on up y'all really got to stop dating people who don't like you i had to learn that too i really had to learn that for myself stop dating people who don't like you well Cheryl, what do you mean he treat me he has sex. girl that don't mean he like you people who don't fundamentally like you i'll go first i'll tell you my experience because that's what we do around here so i have had or had a very long on and off situationship with a person who I initially was dating and whatever. We're not going to go down that. We're not going to talk about it. But out of all the crap that him and I went through, the thing that made me walk away, and he probably wouldn't agree. He probably assumed that I started talking to somebody else and just left. But the thing that really made me walk away outside of all the crap that him and I had gone through is I realized he didn't like me. <laughs> Like, fundamentally, he did not like me. My values, what I stood up for, who I was as a person, he did not like me. Did he like hunching on me? Sure. He enjoyed that part. That was fun. <laughs> that was a good time at Six Flags. He enjoyed that. Do you enjoy my company? Sometimes. Sure. Whatever. Do you like talking to me? Sure. I guess. Whatever. You have to ask him that. But... In our conversations with each other, when we would talk about very small things, about values, about, you know, y'all know me, I'm going to stick up for women every single time. I'm not going for that homophobic shit, not going to do that either. So if you get to making homophobic statements, I'm going to call you, I'm going to pull you to the table every single time. Because one thing about my mouth is going to tell you how I feel. It's going to tell you. And we will be having conversations about I guess we'll call them small values or things that I think are just common sense as far as family, how you treat women, how you talk to women, how you treat people, how you show up in this world as a person. And he would say things and I would say other things and he would be disgusted with me like, you believe that you should stand up for yourself as a woman? You don't think that your man should get the biggest piece of chicken? And I'd be like, are you serious? Are you, are you serious? <laughs> like, upset. And he would be so disgusted with me. One thing he said to me, which was the final straw, I promise you it was, because I was like, I'll elbow this in his face. I'm sorry. One thing that was the final straw for me is he said something along the lines about comparing me to his mother, which, fuck your mother. Um, It was like, I guess they just don't make women like my mother because that's what I'm expecting. Y'all didn't see me back up, but I backed up for the mic because I relived that moment in my head. And it's nothing against his mother. Oh, Miss Brenda. Oh, Miss Brenda, you did a bad job. Um, it, it was just the idea or the realization that you don't care about women as a person. They're an idea. Like they're not a person with their own thoughts, with their own aspirations, who you can grow and partner with. It's literally just there for whatever you need. And I said, oh, this man don't like me. 
he don't like me. <laughs> like, and I have enough people in the world who like me to know when somebody does not like me fundamentally. And this came up not because of the rap shit episode, but it tied in because baby, I'm a professional. Um, when I watched the, when I watched episode five of rap shit yesterday, which was Thursday and the main character, Shauna went to go visit her boyfriend, Cliff, who had been up until this moment. So for the last three years, I guess doing better than her, he was in law school or something. They met in college undergrad and she really had just been supporting him, even though her dreams were stalling and she just felt like she wasn't at her best. And he was completely okay with her supporting him, lifting him up and believing in him. He's like, move here. Let me take care of you. Don't even worry about this. Leave this music stuff alone. Anybody who will tell you to let go of your dreams in order for you to be with them ain't the person for you. They don't like you. Anyway, so she showed up to visit him and at this point she popping she gonna seduce and scheme you know their little song is hitting so he goes to a work event with her and he cannot take the fact that she is getting the amount of attention that she is even to the point of going on live and embarrassing her and telling her that her art her music her work isn't even that good all because he could not support her when for once she had a leg up on him. And that's why when I'm always talking about relationships, I talk about partnership because partnership is a real thing. You have to be able to give and take. There's a scale there. It's not about, oh, you're just this thing and I'm just here and we say this forever. It's about evolving and understanding that somebody's going to be there through the good, the bad, the breakdown, all those things that are going to change. Like me, I'm a little flighty. I'm a little flighty. I'm a little flighty. But if I have a partner who understands that, he'll be like, hey, 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 with your flighty ass, <laughs> you know? And that goes with dating somebody who fundamentally likes you, not just like the way you make them feel emotionally, physically or whatever, but likes you when they wake up in the morning, they're like, yo, this meme is funny. I'm gonna send it to shorty because we really friends like, ha ha, she should he he. So stop dating people who don't like you and stop making excuses. You can tell somebody don't like you. They might even love you. I ain't gonna hold you, sis. They might have love in their heart for you. Don't want to see anything bad happen to you. But you can tell they don't like you. You can tell when they pick up the phone, they answer the phone for a person they like. And they're like, ha ha, he he, ha ha, he he. And then they talk to you. They're like, yo, what's up? What's good? What's really good? How you doing? Oh, you good? You ate? All right, cool. All right, bet. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Stop dating people that don't like y'all. Don't stop dating people who don't like you. It. It because there's so many people out there who will like you, <laughs> who will like you and enjoy you. So st stop it. They they're not good for your health. I keep saying this ain't a dating blog, but for the last month and a half we've been talking about dating because I was thinking that guy. I remember I liked him, but I don't care about him no more. Um. <laughs> whatever um i want to talk about the ashanti and irv Gotti thing we have discussed on this podcast a number of times how i'm going to lemon pepper step behind ashanti y'all know i love me some ashanti i am not ashamed to admit that i love me some ashanti. i love me so y'all love ashanti too don't play with me i love me some ashanti but th that's not the point we're not here for me to be the president of ashanti's fan club right now <sighs> listening this is, again, don't date people who don't like you. <laughs> Listening to the way Irv Gotti referenced, talked about, discussed Ashanti on Drink Champs was 
hard to watch and even harder to swallow because there were B words flying everywhere. She was everything but a child of God to that man, to this man who allegedly she had a relationship with, physical, emotional, did business with, who supposedly cared about her. He hates that woman. He hates that she left him who had a wife, even though he says that him and his wife were broken up, you were still married, who had a wife and was dealing with this young woman because Ashanti was like, what, 21? And you whole grown ass man in your 30s. And also the boss of her record label. And you were mad when she finally moved on and decided she wanted a situation that she felt would be better for her with Nelly Nelly Fine with Nelly and to this day you still own her publishing her mass not her publishing I don't know that might be wrong don't quote me on that but he owns her masters and refuses to give them to her to the point where she had to re-record her first few albums in order for her to get paid off of her work off of the records that she wrote he even took credit for her writing he's like yeah she wrote them but I told her what to write so that's not how that work that's not how that work at all that's not how that works at all. That's like people be like, yeah, Shay does her podcast, but I talk to her from time to time. Okay, good for you. It It's just, it's disgusting. Like you can go your separate ways from somebody without using every opportunity you have to try to tell their story and put your spin on it from your emotional standpoint. Like, Ashanti hasn't said anything at all. I mean, Fat Joe called Irv Gotti a sucker, which I agree with, even though, you know, sometimes Fat Joe do shit. And I'm like, mm. and then poor Ja Rule was like, I'm just trying to be Switzerland. That's like, that's not how that works. You going to need to make a stance when somebody's going in on your quote unquote sister. And the ego, I'm not going to say the male ego because I'm not going to come for men. The ego is so fragile that instead of licking your wounds, learning and moving on. Somebody rather tell your story, tell people how you're trash, how you ain't ish, how they did everything for you short of giving birth to you and you are an ungrateful piece of hell. Like, it was disgusting to watch that interview. And I hope that Ashanti gets everything in this world that's good for her just so Irv Gotti can stay mad. <sighs> My episode running long today. I've been talking. I've been talking because I know y'all listening. It makes me feel good. Do y'all, I want to say this again. Do y'all follow the Janky Voice Notes with Shay Instagram? Because there I quote my podcast. I post things like we have a whole little brand going on and I need everybody to get your roll on and roll over there and follow me. Um, Usually it's about the time I'm like, oh, the episode's running long. But I just have a few more things I want to say to y'all. We can just talk about that and then we can move on and y'all can go into y'all weekend and I can get out of isolation. It's all about dating. How did I get here? It's not about my dating. It's just, we're just discussing topics. So, I want to say, I am so logical until I can't have something I want. Let me tell you how my inner child gets to proverbially kicking shit over like in a current situation it shifted to something that I didn't necessarily want it to be but I against my better judgment was like no I'm just gonna see how this works out because excuse and then excuse and well excuse 
And the more <laughs> I stick in it and day by day I'm not treated how I'm accustomed to being treated. And this is one thing about me. My ex will tell you, hell, even the new one will tell you. I am not a quiet person. If I do not like something, I'm going to tell you every single day until it changes. I'm going to tell you every single day until I get tired and leave. I'm going to tell you every single day so that when you tell other people and even think about lying and saying that she's okay with it, your tongue won't let you because I didn't told you every single day. I am vocal as fuck. I, <laughs> I really just am. And... I, I've realized that I lack the ability to make myself stay in places that do not serve me. Like, I'm real logical. I'm real friendly until I'm not. Play with your mother. Don't play with me. And what I've learned also from recognizing that in myself, and I hope you recognize it in, your too, in yourself too, because don't let people play with you. Um, respect when it's time to shift. You'll feel it. You'll feel it in your chest. You'll feel it in your spirit. You'll feel the ground shift. Respect when it's time to shift. And I say that because as we talked about earlier in the episode, I've been having the LA itch again. And some things on my end are going right and some things aren't. And it's making me feel like, well, what would I be losing if I left? Like who would miss if I actually left besides my family? So respect when it's time to shift. And... Also, don't let boredom convince you that you miss someone that you wouldn't be thinking about if you had something to do with yourself. If you don't just go get to collecting stamps and stop playing, stop it. I said that because the other day I was like, I wonder what my ex is doing. Nothing. Minding his business, living his best life as you should. <laughs> okay, damn. I want to leave with this note too because as I've said on this podcast many a times, a few of my viewers, not viewers, a few of my listeners are men that like me. A few of them I like too. And so many of y'all that I talk to love to say to me that you're watching me. Okay, I hope you are. I need the engagement. And what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Either shit or get out the fucking pot. Like, y'all checking in on me, DMing me, texting me, calling me, good morning, good night, good afternoon, did you eat, oh, you're pretty, blah, 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 blah. All that to me is just more of the same. Y'all do know that there's other people at this door, right? It's more of the same. I'm looking for the person who is about that action. If y'all don't stop watching me and start stepping up, leave me alone, okay? Because it's funny to me. It's like, oh, I saw what she was wearing. Oh, I saw what she was doing. Oh, I hope you have fun. I hope you enjoyed that food. I'm not that girl. A little bit of attention ain't going to keep me. A lot of bit of attention doesn't keep me sometimes. You, I really need to be engaged with. Like, <laughs> my attention span will zoot right out. Like, what? Hmm? What? Because one thing about me, I'm not as naive as I make some of y'all believe I am. I know when you're flirting with me. I know most of the time what your intentions are. And I don't react or say anything because I'm a person who likes people who are direct. Be direct with me. And also, I'll say this again. If you're in a situation, if you're getting out of a situation and you're unsure and unclear, leave me alone because I don't have time for messy. I did messy for long enough. I'm trying to be soft, giggle, be happy, have surprise kisses and go on vacations. So if y'all made it this long and you're listening, step it up in the words of Nicki Minaj or 
Yeah, the first time I heard this was from Nicki Minaj. Step your cookies up. Okay, y'all don't have cookies. Y'all have hot dogs. Step it up. <laughs> because texting me and calling once a day or whatever, I, I need to be engaged with. Okay? I need to have good conversation because the less I talk to you, the less that you are in my space or on my mind, the less I'm going to care. And I'm just going to forget that I liked you. So this is for y'all who care, not for the ones who text me when they're bored because I, I accept that might be the situation too. This is for y'all who really trying to get at me. Step it up. Make plans. I like food, clearly. Take me on a date. I like to work out. Let's get to working out. Step it up. Shit or get off the pot. Or just know that you're in the friend zone forever and a day. But other than that, stop it. Y'all, y'all make me tired. You make my ass itch. Stop. Anyway, so this episode is really long. I hope it's as good as it was last week. I listened to last week's episode like three times. I was like, girl, you could. Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. Um, I want to remind y'all before I head out of here to follow me on social media. Most of my social media accounts are Shay Iconic. The podcast has its own Instagram, which is Janky Voice Notes with Shay or Janky V. In W Shay, and we post there. Sign up for the newsletter um, or the Iconic Society. I send out August's newsletter earlier this week, and I really just updated people on things that they have missed. And I really am doing my best, y'all. And I hope it's enough. And if it's not, I'll keep trying. <laughs> but until next time, happy Friday. <laughs>